What's going on, guys? I'm Jeff. It's your co-host, Xavier, guys. What's up? Welcome to Iron Talk Radio. Let's go. So, season one, episode four. Welcome, guys. It's your co-host Jeff. Your co-host Xavier, guys. What is happening? We What's got our up, guy Juan boys? on today. What's up, boys? How we doing? What's up, brother? All good. We are. <laughs> I want to start off with like, follow, comment. It goes a long way. Subscribe. Everything that you guys can can do. We have all of our socials linked below. Give us some some support if you like this podcast. All right. Exactly. Tap in. Show some love, guys. Don't be afraid to show a little love. Support the entrepreneurs, boys. Come on, guys. Yeah. So who is Juan? Without further ado, <laughs> it has been a long journey for the boys of Iron Talk Radio family to get here. Juan Ortiz, videographer, filmmaker, editor, professional nomad. Yes. <laughs> professional, <laughs> yes. Nomad. professional nomad. I was waiting for the like nomad that. drop. A like money-making legend. <laughs> Hogwarts class of 2023. Without further ado, Juan Ortiz, the IMGT yeah. team. Let's get it. What's we are up, honored bro? to have you here. We are honored What's for up, you to boys? be on our platform. Uh, why don't this. you first kick it off? What in the name yeah. of good Lord Jesus is the IMGT <laughs> team, Infinite Money Glitch Academy? Yeah. You can first start us off things. there. Yeah, a lot of things. Um, well, first of all, congratulations, guys. This is a sick... Thank it's you. a sick venture. I've seen you yeah. guys from the idea when it was born at the end of December. Yeah. And then I just kind of saw like what was going on. I saw that you guys wanted to start it off and I was like, "All right, these guys need help. Let me let me let me help you guys with what I know." So my expertise yeah. uh is in the world of recording, whether that be video, film, music, mm-hmm. mixing music, mixing video, editing video, color grading, all of that stuff. So I came in and I was like, "All right, I'm going to help you guys with some pointers. You guys take off." And now hopefully you guys see the production of this specific pod increase compared to the other ones as far as production value, not mm-hmm. the actual yeah. host. That's why we're here. I'm gonna be um, honest. I don't even think this is can be all be possible without you <laughs> because of just how much insight you've given us on all of the production and the things that go into it. Like the small, it's the little things that really matter. And yeah. you know, I wanna I wanna start with this how we how we met. You know, yeah. we met on New Year's. Well, me and that you at least. Fun. You and David met a little earlier on because of you and his brother, him and his brother connections, right? That was fun. But New Year's was a lot of fun, and <laughs> like you, you came out. You had your camera. We're at like some really cool bar in Boston. Yeah. We're kicking it. We're having a great time, and you know, we all just clicked. Like not even knowing what you were capable of on the production <laughs> side of things you're just a great guy Thanks, and just bro. overall just a really really good person yeah you guys and as well that's I why agree i was like, be through my value in there because you guys definitely had the vibe there and i was like well we just it was we just got along instantly and yeah it's just one of those relationships yeah. to where it's like you were there and then i think that's really when this stemmed was new year's right we that was the day yeah that was the that was day that we decided you yeah that was the day we decided that like yo this can actually be something great yeah and I, then two months later here we are how do you guys feel? We feel great, man. I think we're our impact and the work that we put in is slowly trickling out into a way that we've seen reward a little bit. Yeah. So I think that's that's really positive and rewarding. And I, I think, don't think I don't think we were ready. No, like no. we weren't ready for no. like the amount of positive reinforcement that we got from everybody. Yeah. You know, like seeing how like everybody is just so supportive of like our message and the things that we're doing. Because like you really just can't hate against it because we are just it's, great. it's all about positivity. Yeah, you know? I love that. I love that you guys 
are bringing in a message, bringing in people that are also like striving for greatness, trying to yeah. self-realize and documenting your journey for people that I see as are coming out of college, they have a youth and they have a completely different perspective and a completely different realization of what life really is mm-hmm, after yeah. they get out of the the Persian system of education, which we'll get into that in yes. a little bit, where it was yeah. all created, where all of this transformed and really try to strive to do your own thing, mm-hmm. right? At the end of the day, that's what entrepreneurship is, like do your own thing, lead your own path, mm-hmm. and then share that with other people. And I think that's incredible. Yeah. That's why I also Thank stand you. for shit like that. Yeah, yeah, of course. So you are literally the definition of that, right? <laughs> Coming from, I don't think you had a, like an organized, structured no. um, education system. Nope. You kind of took a different route. Yeah. So I have kind a of strong, interesting yeah. story for that. Yeah. So like talk us through your story, you know, like when you started yeah. with all of this, whole entire journey that you're on right now yeah so i was born in colombia in south america i came to the u.s when i was six years old with my family we migrated here in 1999 um and a lot of artistic um influence from my parents are both artists in the event decorating business floral decoration really high-end like jewish stuff like really really incredible art i'll probably overlay some stuff over this little part so you guys could see yeah and awesome. so growing up in colombia i had a very in tune connection with my surroundings you know in nature i was i would ride horses when i was like four or three mm. there was like you know this was all the pre, pre-ipad era that we all had so we all like really got to really be kids and like enjoy right. being a child i think it's kind of sad it'll never go back to it'll that. yeah it's yeah that was the end of an era and we had no idea that was the end of an era we were the transition from the from the analog world to the digital world like our generation well i'm 29 you guys are like 23 24 right? so 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 I had that uh, in tune, very, very, very fun, uh, very family oriented, and then came to the States when I was six and completely shift in just life. Mm-hmm. Um, there's pros and cons to both worlds, um, but just the, the hustle, you know, go far and really take things to the next level thanks to my parents. So I saw entrepreneurship in them and I was like, oh, wow, you could really pave your own path no, no matter where you Would you consider them your, your role models? Yeah, both yeah. Them and my sister too. That's awesome. Yeah, and she's younger than me. Actually, it's pretty That's cool. great. So when did you yeah. get into the world of, you know, the internet and how did yeah. you, when did you, when did it switch, switch in your brain yeah. to where it was like, you know, this can yeah. make me a shit ton of money? Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't thinking about the, the money or any of that stuff. I was just passion. thinking about like, what am I naturally interested in? So mm-hmm. what I would play with I would when I was six, seven, eight. I would play with recording little the, the little record cassette recorders. That was like, and then I would put a little cassette, the Linkin Park Hybrid Theory EP, the first like uh, EP they put out, yeah. and I would put headphones wow. on, listen to it. I was six years old, and I'll be like, "What in the world?" Like I see, and I and I and I and I experience this reality that I cannot see through sound. So that's when I got wow. There's like this whole yeah. other world of frequencies that exist. I love now. when you say that, dude. Because when you talk about it outside, you know, of this little stage we set up outside the podcast, yeah. when you describe your audio equipment and you tapping into, you know, different, creating different like frequencies in terms of videos and you know different abilities with the audios, yeah, is actually like you're entering a different world. So yeah. you, you realizing that world. at six or seven years yeah. old, yeah. it's a special talent. And it's amazing because like it's like literally you're so young, but you're seeing the world in a completely different yeah. view than everybody yeah. else. Instantly. Yeah. So it started there. You got these frequencies in your brain. You're like, yeah. holy shit. Yeah. Like, what is this crazy. reality? I can't see, but I can yeah. perceive. It makes me feel things. It makes me like close my eyes and I envision a different reality. So that was automatically interested in just yeah. the witchcraft of recording. I love that. That's pretty cool. So I would cr- grab empty cassettes and I would copy it over with the record button. So that was my first record experience. Mm-hmm. I would hit record and it would copy it over. Mm-hmm. And I would be like, what the fuck? 
just copied over from this physical thing to this. This right. all the world in tape, right? Cassette mm. tapes. Mm-hmm. So that was my interest in sound there, yeah. right? Uh, and then I got interested in music because of it. I was like, what the hell is this? So I started uh, learning how to play guitar instantly. I would even create my own drum sets with like little cans and hit, hit, hit them with sticks. Awesome. And then... <laughs> I was just hooked on music, so that was yeah. I was, and then I just I, and then my dad, I was like, Dad, buy me a guitar, guitar, please. So then we came to the states, so that was like seven, eight. Uh, we came to the states, and I was like, all right. And I used to love sleeping with my mom, big mama's boy, because I'd be scared of the dark. I would love to cuddle with my mom <laughs> when I was like six years old. And he was like, all awesome. right, if you stop sleeping with your mom, I'll get you a guitar. And I was like, all right, all right, no problem. <laughs> so then I was like, all right, oh, so I'll go sleep, and then like uh, in like two months, I got my first guitar was this massive. I was really underdeveloped kid, so I was really skinny and small till I was like sixteen. I could relate yeah, to that. Like I was eleven till I was sixteen. I could relate to that. So then, like, I just got hooked instantly. I just got obsessed. It wasn't even something that like, oh, I gotta practice guitar. Yeah. Fuck. No, it's like fuck. Like I need to play with the yeah. sound, right? Yeah. Right. You're now addicted. To, you were like addicted to it. I learned how to shape the sound with my with my fingers, right? Yeah. yeah. So then that developed, like, you know, got really interested in that. Then uh, when I was 16, 17, I started playing with a band. Uh, and then I was always, my cam, my family always had camcorders around, you know, those VHS ones. So, like, yeah. my family was always into recording stuff, too. Like, all the family trips, like, vacations, awesome. like, birthdays, Christmas, whatever. So through my uncle, my parents, too, we always have camcorders. And then I just was always just, like, recording was just always something that was just normal to me mm-hmm. since I was a kid. It wasn't something that I needed to learn or anything like that. So fast forward, end of high school, I'm like, all right, what the hell do I want to go? I, I was like, I was playing in my band, and when I was like 16, 17, I was like, I don't fuck, I'm not thinking about going to college. I'm going to be a fucking rock star. Right? <laughs> where did you, like, where did you live, in, <laughs> where did you live in the U.S.? Because you said in you New came York here. and Queens. Oh, okay. You yeah, were, just always Queens. been a dreamer. Like, you have yeah. always been like, follow your fucking dreams. <laughs> yeah. And I saw that from just my family doing that. Like, my dad, like, right. he is now very successful in the event recording business, like, I have done weddings for j-lo 50 cent like celeb parmelo anthony like really high-end stuff all yeah. a lot of jewish high-end one percent type stuff um so i saw him just go after his passion his natural talent and his discipline and his hard work mixed mm-hmm. all of that into one potion mm-hmm. and you just have a su- successful being like it just i want to kind of talk on like you don't view this editing stuff this producing you don't view it as work you no, just kind of play, bro. It's it's fun. I'm having a blast right now. Yeah, like the way the, the way we, like when yeah. we first met Juan, I think the coolest thing was when you were introducing us to all like the new types of technology. And yeah, it was the first time myself. I don't know if G, you've seen a camera that we're using like this, but it is a a monstrous thing if you don't understand it. And then he pulls <laughs> out this light too, and he's like, "Yo." David, you can do this and this and this. <laughs> and you can just see the ideas buzzing from his head. Yeah. It wasn't work at all. And then he's like, yeah, you know, I haven't really slept that much. You know, I've just been working on this uh, this course that we're going to dive into uh, later in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but this man's work ethic and discipline is, is second to none. And the obsession that you were talking about earlier yeah. translates perfectly. I don't know right. if you want to add on to any of the experiences yeah, when just, you first met Juan. Yeah, no, yeah. Like, it's like but you're it's showing crazy. us this shit and it's like you just see it. Like it's one of those things to where it's you see it in your eyes. Yeah. You know, you see that yeah. spark in your eyes to where it's like holy crap, like this kid loves what he's doing. But on yeah. top of that, he's making something amazing. You know, it's Thank like something yeah. that's like yeah. monumental and it's really, really cool the waves that you've been able to accomplish with everything that you're doing right now as well. So yeah. start with like your first ever business endeavor. Like yeah. with yeah. like when you, like going back to the original question that I had, like what was that moment to where it was like, oh my gosh, like this could actually be like a business lifestyle for me other than just like something that's more like yeah. fun related. More of a hobby, I would yeah, say. Yeah, so... Uh, 
so a 17 18 so that continues i was like all right i want to learn how to record professionally mm-hmm. so i i was like I, I was looking at the curriculum uh, for college quote unquote mm-hmm. and i was like what the fuck i already know all this shit so i went to a recording studio and i asked for an internship for a, where we recorded a band right so then that's when i saw the business side of art right because it was first of all passion and just create create but then yeah. i was like how do you run a business with art and actual like talent skills and interest and then i saw it all developed there for two years westfall shout out if any of anthony or ray you guys are my fucking legends so thank you guys so i saw these entrepreneurs when they were, they were like 23 24 25 yeah. and i was like 18 and i was like oh wow you can really mix all that stuff and make something out of it mm. so that's when I started inter- getting interested. All right, so how do I make money? So then I, at, when I was like 20, 21, I hit this really bottom, just like rock bottom. I had depression. Mm, My, yeah. I had a girl. I had a girlfriend uh, relationship that ended. That was Sound, ter- like sounds I, very similar. It's honestly like it's so ironic. Before I like I don't want to cut you off on your <laughs> yeah. story, but it's so ironic that it's like it's always <laughs> so a breakup. Cool. It's always like a. It's always like you know. I get my heart broken. Like then it's like I'm gonna start to find myself because you start yeah. relying on that other person. You know what I mean? Yeah, like everybody was codependent at one point in their life, yeah. like who have like really just starting to like found into themselves. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like you like realize like, wow, like this relationship was just holding me back. Yeah, the, I think you it know? doesn't even have to be with a girl. I don't know if it was really holding anything. me back, but I know for me for a fact yeah. that my relationship was holding me back. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a little. I'll, I'll I'll touch into that, but yeah, 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 I wanted to just say one thing before I, you know we jump back into your, your amazing story here, and I don't think it has to be a girlfriend or anything like that too, yeah. but just losing something that you love or something that you're passionate about, and then, you know hitting a moment where you're like, I have to rebuild myself. It's like in a thousand piece puzzle that you got to start over from True. piece one. Yep. Yeah. And I think it's just like a reset. It's a moment that's beautiful a that you can reflect back on it. It's, yeah. it's a gorgeous moment. Yeah. I completely but it's, agree it's, with that. It's horrible. It's horrible in the moment. So yeah. I've use just, that moment you know, to, yeah, yeah, to I've further just, yourself. I've just started to notice that it's like, it seems like it seems like it, it's always a breakup. It has like, I've seen the consistency of like a, yeah, yeah. Your, it's your first concept of what love is at first when you're right, young, yeah. you think love is a person and you yeah. think that when that, when that person is gone, like you can't f- truly feel love anymore. And that's yeah. when you start really like, like, like diving into like, what does this actually mean? What does this right. feeling mean? Like, how can I feel this without being with anybody that just comes out of my heart? And yeah. just, I just exude love at all times. So it's, so that's when I learned, I was like, wow. It's, and it was six months of just death, of just like hell. Mm. I yeah. couldn't sleep. It was it was it was a mixture of three things: my breakup, my band not going how it was, because then you start turning in twenty twenty one, and yeah. your, that teenage like drives the really reality starts to hit you in the face, especially if you're an artist yeah. or yeah. a musician. It's like, oh, this is actually complicated. You don't know about business, right? Yeah. And and also, I had a I had my first day job where I was working for T Mobile part time, so I was in corporate America. What I because I didn't have any of my gear. I was still like interning, really figuring it out, really learning how to be, be pro at recording. Yeah. And it was all just at once. And then they had the breakup. And then I was just, it was a six month period from 2015, September to 2016, February. And I remember clearly the day that I was, I was, I, I, I had like an out of body experience. I was like deeply in my depression, oh, yeah. just like that. I was laying at three in the morning, texting my ex, like, get back with me, like all right. this shit. And then I fucking literally, I, I, I felt like I just came out of my body and I <laughs> observed crazy. myself. It's like a metamorphosis. I, I I remember it was February 12, 2016. It was like 3.25 wow. in the morning. I remember the exact so moment. So vividly. I it's like those kind of moments. I right? fucking stepped out of my body and I looked at myself. And oh, I was shit. like, what the hell are you doing, kid? Wow. I, and in that moment, I decided I'm no longer going to feel like this. I just decided yeah, right. like, that's it. Yeah. This is the bottom of my, of my life. It's only up from here. And yeah. then from that millisecond on... 
I got I, I had I was like I was raging You were mad like, What the yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. Like, How can it's, I How did I let myself Get I, into this I, Me and David have both been there And it's like Understanding rock bottom So yeah. well To where it's like There's nowhere to go Other than up And yeah. That I think is like The biggest motivation Is like When you hit rock bottom And there's nowhere else To go but up You're like yeah. Okay I'm gonna figure this out And it's It's not a it's It feels like a rage But yeah. I think it's just like The definition of motivation you know, yeah. because you get mad, yeah, you get angry, but like that's like very temporary. You know, like the long term effect of it is just discipline. You know, but like you discipline yeah. your brain by hitting that rock bottom. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's pretty insane. I would like to add one thing, and I agree with everything that you just said. Uh, I couldn't have said it better. But yeah. it's when you hit that point, it's almost like a survival instinct kicks in, mm. and it's like I'm fighting for myself and my yeah. future. And yeah. you yeah. had that out of body experience. I call it the awakening. Yeah. And we were talking to somebody, he calls it the awakening too. And, and I instantly was like, I think that that's correct. Mm. So when you have the awakening, people either use it as, you know, like, Oh, you know, I hit this moment and I'm never going to go back. And it seems like you hit this moment. You just flew off and you take, you took off down yeah. this path and you never looked back. And you I'll, had no other option in your brain. Talk, right? talk yeah. me through how that path went for you and yeah. what, you, what you first did with that awakening. Yeah. So after that moment where I was, where I was, I, I saw how, where I was standing in my life and in my mm -hmm. mood and I saw why it was. Yeah. So all depression is, is the habit of thinking bad and thinking wrong. It's just an, a never ending loop that just keeps yep. going and going and going. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm leaving the country. I'm out of here. Peace out, boys. Holy crap. I'm out. So I was That's like, insane. okay. So I was like, okay. All right. What do I want to do? All right. Sorry. I, I want to start a music, a recording studio. I was always after that. I was always yeah. natural at that. So I was like, I'm going to go back to, to Columbia. Right. And I was always go back to Columbia, back and forth in the summer vacation through my teenage years. Yeah. So I knew how life was there. So I came back and I was like, okay. So I did. I, I looked around. Uh, when I, So that was March 2016. And I looked at the recording studios that were around my city and I said, okay, I could do something. So I came back to the States and then one of my friends actually told me, he's like, yeah, you're not going to want to, I called my friend when I was in, when he, he called me when I was in Columbia, he's like, you're not going to want to go back to Columbia when you come back. Right. And I was like, why? He's like, you'll see when I come back. So when I came back, he brought me to an MLM meeting. One of those meetings where like they teach you about like network marketing and all that shit. Oh, and I, I, was, was like, I was just about to be like, what in the, yeah, what is that, bro? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, and it was a revolving Forex trading, right? Uh, so then I step in and I'm yeah, like, yeah, this is when it was actually starting to pop yeah, around. Yeah, 2015, 2016, 2016. And then I was like, what the hell is this? It's like, yeah, like learn how to make money by trading. Uh, but I got exposed to this, n not this new way of thinking of digital entrepreneurship. Mm. So, they were like, yeah, like sales, marketing, image, brand, all that stuff that like I wasn't really thinking of before. I was just like, I'm a, I'll play music, I record music, whatever. Yeah. I have entrepreneurship blood. But then the digital side of running your own thing, doing your own thing, and then networking with a lot of people with that same mindset in their early 20s mm -hmm. and yep. then older people. That, and then I started reading all the self-help books, like all the stuff that I was never really into. Um, I got back into meditating because I had a like uh, I had a, um, like a very big phase with that, and then I just started working on myself. Yeah, mm. I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna become the best version of myself after coming out of that. So yeah. I was surrounded by all that stuff, all the recording and music stuff put, was put on the side for a bit, and then I did that for about a year, and I learned how to trade, made money, lost some money, and I was like, and then I was back at like a neutral level. I wasn't yeah. at, like, at like super fucking in it, but I had really learned and developed. But I wasn't right. depressed. I was just neutral. 
And then I was like, this is 2016, right? It was 2016. So you you were how old at 2016? I was 21. So this is just at the point where people are graduating college. So this is a very relatable time period for a lot of our viewers. I want to tap into something you just mentioned and you said that. 29 now, by the way. When you saw, when you saw the potential of like the scale of everything that was like, you were like, that was in front of you, Mm -hmm. right? With the Forex and like digital entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. and everything like that, you had stated that you went to start to read books that you weren't interested in. And I think that's very relatable to myself in the way that I didn't see the potential in actually trying to read and expand my knowledge yeah. until I saw the potential in something that is more than myself. Yeah. You know, and like I found when you find that passion, you want to expand your knowledge. Yeah. And it's a lot of people hate reading and I'm one of those people. I hate reading. Yeah. But eventually mm-hmm. once I started to find that passion, Yep. Right. It it's just automatically clicked, and I'm like, okay, like I need to get knowledge in this. Like yeah. I need to get educated. Yeah. yeah. You know. And I agree. That's I agree. when. That's when it starts to hit. That it's. You know. Yeah, I think we get ingrained in the public school system, which will. I, I want to. Yeah, it's forced. I want to. It's forced down your right. throat. These Shakespeare books that I'm not interested in. Yeah. And then when when I was reading these self help books, because I read like, which I was really proud of myself for. I read like eight or nine, ten books last year, and they were all self help books. They were all books trying to make me better which you know i never read any of those types of books in school yeah which i think is great yeah that's something i'd never liked reading or writing yeah. ever because it was forced on me i was always trying to get into yeah. music classes when i was in high school and they didn't they didn't even get me to join i felt them. forced doing it yeah so then i was like oh wow and then i started like, to get into it like super super so that whole year of just full-blown personal development like getting uh just meeting and networking other people i was like okay that helped me push to the next level and then i was like all right now I'm ready to go to Columbia. So then I was 22, and I was at a neutral level, and I was like, all right, I'm out of here. Mm. So from 22 to 26, I lived in a third world country. So that era of having the contrast of American capitalism, consumerism, everything is possible here, go, 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 hustle, 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 money, 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 you know, buy a car, buy a house, all that shit. I was like, I don't fucking, I don't, I don't resonate with any of that shit. Yeah. Like, I need a fucking adventure in my life. I'm not gonna fucking. <laughs> That's sick. I'm not, I'm not worried about how I'm gonna retire when I'm yeah. six years old. I'm fucking 22 right now. Like, what can I do right now to live mm-hmm. my life to its maximum capacity? Right. Right. Yeah. So I had a whole adventure. Started a bunch of businesses from food. I became vegetarian. Like, pastries. Uh digital fucking like ad stuff marketing i didn't have any of my recording equipment it was all in the states so i was like i couldn't really do what i wanted Mm. and then towards the end of 2018 2017 2018 i came back to the states and i had access to just new information Mm. just when you just learn all right so i started reading more books Mm -hmm. and came back and then COVID hit, but I had already mm-hmm. learned how to do a couple of online things with trading and crypto where like I was sustaining, sustaining myself in yeah. Colombia. Right. And around that time, I had a business that actually failed and I had a business partner that scammed me out of 70 Gs. Wow. So I was in Colombia. Wow. End of, uh, middle of 2020. So this was four years ago, mm. right? Almost. Fuck and I was 70 K in the hole. 70k in the hole so i had to reevaluate a lot of things but i had learned so this is all business experience you get all that stuff mm. and i was like, all right i'm gonna go back to the states because i had already learned through 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 trading and how to and financial markets how the value exchange works right you learn about risk management about all that stuff mm-hmm. and then sports betting started coming that was already big in latin america but it started legalizing in the states and i was like i need to go 
and learn about this because I know there's money there, right? So I come back and that was 2000, I came, that was 2022, October. Wow. So I was in those two years in Colombia, like trying to deal with that. I uh, started my own uh, business in Colombia related to sports betting, a sports betting academy called BetLive Academy. It's this, l- this model for live soccer first half mm-hmm. goals. I don't know, that probably sounds fucking really like weird, but... It's very niche. Yeah. It's very know. niche. But it was just ways to find value in the sports betting market, sure. right? But then I... Because yeah. you knew the money was there. You knew the value was there. Yeah. It was just like so, how? Yeah. So I started a business with that. It's still running today. I have partners yeah. that run it. They do all that stuff now. Um but I was like, I need to go to the States because this is, there's a gold rush with sports betting right now in the States. It was just becoming legalized. I mean, I think it still exists. I think the gold rush is like, yeah. we're still it's in It's happening now. We, yeah. are in, we are in it now. Yeah, it's sitting right we're now. It. Right. Or it's it's yeah. now. It's running. So I had all these skills built up from entrepreneurship and then going into now recording and filmmaking, all that stuff for marketing purposes mm-hmm. that like I knew how to do that properly. Right. But I needed to find a team, right? Where, mm-hmm. my, where my weaknesses were. Yeah. And... And my and my strengths were that I could give. Sure. And then. And then just led to, basically the end of two thousand and three months ago, we started a new adventure, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but to what what all of this really means is what I, what I want to like recap up to that moment is mm-hmm. that life and the entrepreneurship route and when when you want to do your own thing, is a roller coaster. I was gonna not, I was gonna ask you about that. That not a lot of people are. Number one, curious to pursue because you yeah. can go down seventy k down the hole when you're twenty five, right. and like try to figure it out. But that means you're make you're playing you're you're operating at a different frequency. Yeah. Right? Uh, so yeah, what I wanted to ask you was I wanted to dive into like the feelings and the emotions that you were going through when you were seventy k in the hole. Yeah. And I don't know, even just in the whole entire journey that you've had, right? It seems like you've bounced around a lot. You've done yeah, a lot of different so things, and there's no certainty in what you're going to be doing in the next five years. Do you feel anxiety from that no. or are you so sure that you're going to be able to figure it out that it's just I'm just going to do it and I'm going to run at it with like I'm my balls so against sure. the wall? Yeah, no, I'm so sure that everything is going to work because every day, the present moment, I just try to I try to just be really mindful of just my life. Yeah. Right? And I already hit rock bottom. You're constantly reevaluating. So I'm just like I'm already happy right now. Yeah. I already made it right now. Because I, like, I feel like there's a lot of people, right, who are afraid to take that jump. They have those passions. They have these things that we're talking about, but they're afraid to take that jump into the next step, right? For you, you never had a problem doing that. So if you, yeah. for example, right, say somebody's watching this video right now and they're afraid to jump into something that you're like doing. They in the want world to. Of, they want to They do want it. to, but they're afraid, yeah. right? Like what can you say for their mentality to yeah. really tap into like – just yeah do it mind body spirit those are the most important things in a human's life right you have to have a moment every day especially in the morning where before you touch technology before you touch your phone before that you empty your mind so you fill your mind you empty it by writing reading and writing you meditate you breathe then you do any sort of exercise you could go full-blown gym mode and go crazy or you could just go run and do and work on your heart that's all that really matters right and after that, start your day and then also listen to what naturally comes to you because a lot of people just have things that naturally come to them that they're not really exploiting because of X amount of career they did in college or whatever they went to school for and, they're con- and you're kind of in this box of just like, oh, this is what you're meant to do because you spent all this money and, and time in college that that's what you got to pursue but you have natural things that come to you that only you have that is your gift from the universe mm-hmm. that you have to, you're holding a gift hostage that the world needs. Wow. If you have that 
And if you have that 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 feeling inside of you, you gotta go for that shit, or else the universe is gonna punish you because you were the one that was given that that you have to complete and, and accomplish. Mm, I love that. That's great. So for a small routine, right? Like, what's your routine in the morning? Like when you wake so up. So I wake up. Mm. So when I was really really on it, I'm working on that right now. Cut and cut. Go. I want to take so it back. What's um, that? What's that routine, real quick? Yeah. So yeah. Wake up. Walk. Get sunlight. Get get sun in your eyes. Mm-hmm. Like you need sun in your eyes. It's so important. Mm. Come back. Eat something. Fruit. Water. Coffee. Read. Meditate. Start your day. Right. I'm the same way. I have one question. I do the same thing. Start your day. Yep. Meditate. Wake up. Clear yeah. my brain before I even go on to technology. Yeah. Because the and the, and the sun too. It's super important to get outside. So yeah. You know. What's your routine? Uh, my my routine is very simple, but you talked about that eight minute routine in our other podcast, and I thought that was really really interesting. Yeah, I, I I can touch upon that a little bit. I'd like to dive into that just a tad more. When I when I wake up, it's it's early, bro. Like the sun's not shining. Yeah, um, that's, it's, it's kind of miserable. Like in New York, in it's New York here, it's, it's cold. Yeah, like it's miserable. You don't oh. want to work out before you actually go to work because for my job and a lot of other people out there, manual labor's a workout. So getting up going to the gym and starting your day right like i do that at 5 45 i i pack my bags before so i have my work clothes and everything and before i even touch my phone or anything i make sure i brush my teeth because there's not much that you can do before <laughs> when you when you touch your phone because you got to organize your day but i make sure i just brush my teeth mm. make my bed i go down and i boil two hard-boiled eggs i take that with me i have a banana before i work out banana and then when i get to the gym i socialize i see my best friends I see Jeff so most times. How much time is that taking? Like when you wake up, it's brush your 20, teeth. It's get, a 25 there. minute thing. I wake yeah. up at 545. It's 25 minutes. It's eight minutes that um, I first brush my teeth and I go down and I'm, I'm in my underwear. Nobody's in the house. I, I, boil, I boil my eggs. I go back up. I change for the gym. I have my bags already packed. Yeah. Take the eggs out, tinfoil it up and dip. Yeah. So it's a simple routine. And I want to take it back a little bit because I think your career choice on researching college and not going to it and pursuing your own thing, it's not a popular decision nowadays. It's actually looked down upon. Everybody's like, yeah. yo, you didn't go to college and it's, it's looked yeah. down upon. So yeah. what, was the, what was your decision not to do that? Yeah, it was really strange because my friends from high school, uh, I would you, you still like see them. That was the Facebook era. So like you're, I was 20. So I see them like all in school and on college and I'm in – in Colombia, mm. like yeah. in the mountain, like walking oh. barefoot, just like smiling, and I'm just like I'm already in I'm the mountain <laughs> barefoot. That's awesome. That's crazy. <laughs> you don't you don't hear that ever. Yeah. I want to talk. I, I want before we before <laughs> we wrap up. I want to talk about yeah. what is this brand that you're building right yeah. now? Like what's going on currently now? We talked about your prep yeah. past. What what are you doing right now? Because it's yeah. really really cool. Yes, yeah, so right now we have a business IMGT team. We have we're gonna be in the sports betting niche. Uh, in content and in software working on that right now we actually have a meeting we're going on right now behind the scenes that I'm going to get into right now so we're going to rush a little bit this this conclusion Yeah. but we are educating and teaching all of the new people the Gen Z era mm-hmm. how to make money online through sports betting and through all the different money glitches quote unquote that not many people know of especially in, an, in the side hustle yeah, world yeah. in an analytical way with using AI software it's all that are, software and math it's, it's all math knowledge. you don't really need to know sports which zero is like sports the knowledge. amazing for thing this about method right yeah. you do you can make money like mixing in your sports knowledge and all of this stuff which mm-hmm. are the real like top 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 yeah. betters 
but just for the overall people that don't really care about sports, you can make money with. Right. Just we will math drop their software. course in the link in bio. Yeah. They yeah. Got, if, these guys have a course. And if, and if what he's talking about actually seems something is interesting to you, right? Yeah. We Link's have another right podcast there. dropping with him and Ryan Elfie, the guys that work together. Actually, it's his brother. And they both yeah. work together. They created this course. And if you guys are interested in it, we're going to be talking about it in our next podcast on yeah. the runner up. Yeah. So. With that, I want to add before that close right there yeah, yeah. about the college thing. Yeah, um, there was definitely still pressure from society and people you met. Yeah, uh, it was like, oh, because it, it's all the college thing is more like a brand. It's like, and if parents like to also talk to other parents, like, oh, where's what's my college? My kid yeah. is a Stanford kid, or my kid is an ex kid, or yeah. kind of brag and all that shit. Right, like, right. But so there's pressure from parents, and also it's not really their fault because if they did go to cool school or go to college and then pursue that, that was a path that made them feel secure and at the end of the day all a human cares about is surviving so that's what helped them survive so they want their kids to survive right it's not really their mm. fault mm. but when a kid has a special ability a special talent a special passion and calling it they get a pursuit that doesn't even matter about college anymore because welcome to the internet and welcome to mentorships and welcome to learning from people right by literally sliding in their dms and becoming their friends that they didn't experience that stuff right. so for me going through all that stuff and still I felt pressure a lot of ways, but I was like, fuck no, bro. Like, Juan, Juan graduated from Google University. Yeah, Google and YouTube. <laughs> I, call Google it, U. I call it Hogwarts, Tomato, YouTube Tomato. University. Yeah. It's, it's insane. Just hands-on, bro. Yeah. Trial and error. Just trying shit out. Um, Man's a wizard. Yeah. And just keep learning. I'm still, Guys, like, we're going to link some new. of his work below, too, because it's absolutely amazing learning. work. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. You're so knowledgeable, and like yeah. what you just said is still amazing. New, You're still bro. learning, bro. Yeah. Like Everybody's going to be learning. There's, it's a yeah. nonstop pursuit. Being and coachable that, and being open to learning yeah. is, is a big thing that you just said. Yeah, with it's that nonstop skill. pursuit, let's keep it running, brother. Let's keep it running. Pleasure having you on. Dude, thank you, you for the time, my man. Yeah. Appreciate you. Good shit. Guys, we are concluded for this let's go stay tapped in like follow subscribe yep we're out peace out boys hope you enjoy the intro <laughs> all right go hop into your